Ringer Dish is the place for all things celebrity, from major celebrity moments like the Met Gala and the Oscars, to the weird habits of the stars you love, to refreshers on the biggest tabloid stories from the last 20 years, Ringer Dish has all the vital details. On Tuesdays, catch Jam Session with Juliet Littman and Amanda Dobbins for Royal Family Rumors, Celebrity Real Estate, and Industry Analysis. And on Fridays, listen to Tea Time with me, Kate, and Amelia for lightning fast coverage on pressing celebrity news and gossip. Check out Ringer Dish on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hello, welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm going to have Callie on to talk about tonight's episode, which we both quite enjoyed. Spoiler alert. But first, we recorded our episode before the Katie and Blake news broke. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I'm very sorry. So I just wanted to say, is anyone surprised? I don't think so. I did some math and based on when the show ended filming, which I believe was um, in May and the fact they announced this here at the end of October, I'm going to say they've dated maximum four and a half months and it was long distance the whole time. He was in Canada. She was in San Diego. She is doing stand up. He's saving animals. I don't think they spent a ton of time together. So it must've been a lot of unpleasant FaceTimes and fighting on the phone and probably like some sad text messages. So I hope they had some good times too sprinkled in there. But I think Katie's season might go down as the biggest waste of energy, time, money, and attention in the history of the Bachelor franchise. I mean, really not much came in that season. And those guys, I think, are going to be lost to time. I don't know if Katie's going to be a major player in Bachelor Nation. I just, I don't see that happening. So... Let's just, you know, call them all again. We're moving on to Michelle season, which is off to a great start. So with that said, let's do it. Let's talk about Michelle episode two. And last but not least at center, he shaves his nipples and thinks hot dogs should be called sandwiches. It's Clayton. Welcome to Bachelor Party, week two of Michelle. Feel great. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. Good episode this week. Yeah, I'm excited. I like this season way more um, than actually Bachelors of Paradise and Katie's season. I'm, I'm like excited about this. I agree. First of all, I just need to note you made it through a full season, still calling it Bachelors in Paradise. That's not the I, I name think, of the show. I don't think that's going anywhere. Okay, it will forever be that. It's just that's your that's your name for it. Fair enough. Um, I agree. I also felt like this felt like an old school episode in a good way. Like it felt like a regular season. And I just like the vibe of it, really. I don't know. I I think we're like back on track with The Bachelor. Well, unfortunately, I think they finally got like 
the like the dates down like the dates seemed more normal oh my god the rock climbing date was awesome but also my worst nightmare but as i was watching i was just thinking i feel like callie would be really into this (laughs) yeah no rock climbing does not bother me at all (laughs) have you done that on a date just in general like i can't do that i could never um i feel like i've done it for like a group exercise like with like a team or something do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like your activity, like bonding exercise. Yeah. I, yeah. I hear you. She must have said, I like rock climbing or I can rock climb or something. Right. Cause you can't just like throw someone into that. Like that is wild. Oh, they I people like jump out it. of planes. That doesn't take any skill. Rock climbing takes skill. Anyone could jump out of a plane and risk their life. <laughs> Not me. I wouldn't want that date. I would want it pre kids, post kids. No. Sure. You don't want to risk your life as a mom. But I do think that I would be more willing to actually jump out of a plane than rock climb. You're not going <laughs> to die rock climbing. You don't know that. You could fall and hit your head. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I would hope that there is like an enormous amount of security precautions on a show like this. There, I'm sure there is. There's almost yeah. liability otherwise. But anyway, I agree. The dates are like getting better. It just has this bachelor feeling about it. And um, it made me, made me glad. I was just happy for Michelle. I also will we'll obviously go beat by beat, but she just looked so good this episode. I was just really every, taken aback. Every day. She looked awesome. Yeah. Also, they're putting her in like the like quote unquote jewel tones, but it looks really good. The like she wore that purple dress. I didn't even recognize the, the jewel tone. Well, she she was wearing different like pinks and purples. No, now know. that you say it. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, but I didn't notice it while watching. It looks beautiful against beautiful. her skin. Yeah, she looks amazing. And her makeup, it did Everything. not. It did not run when she cried. It did not run when she sweat. I'm floored. I need to know more. What kind of products is she using? Uh, Erica Jane needs to get her, her makeup <laughs> artist a ring. It's honestly, this is like maybe silly, but I'm just glad they're doing right by her in terms of. Uh, styling and makeup because I think that's a way in which they could you know really mess it up in total bachelor fashion the way that like sometimes Vogue doesn't know how to light a person of color for their covers and whatnot and I was just really glad that it seems like they've kind of gotten their shit together for Michelle as a lead she deserves it she's doing great so far do they get different budgets for different people like I actually want to know they claim no right they they claim that's not the case but the bachelorette has always seemed more low budget and you have to assume that after a few seasons of being stuck in these hotels, they must have like a slush fund. Cause I was thinking this episode seemed like it cost. Uh, I, I don't know if that's true, but this episode did seem like it cost way more than any episode of Katie season. Like this, what rock I mean, they're climbing, not traveling. They it has band. to be, they have to have extra funds. They are going to travel at one point. They're going to, um, although they did pay Chris Harrison. Minnesota. So those funds <laughs> might've, I think that. he may have just gotten paid out of his contract. I, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, I mean, driving from Palm Springs, wherever they are, to Joshua Tree, uh, that alone seemed like a great just date. Like, if that was it, just like going to the park to walk around, that's like a normal thing to do together. So lovely. Yes, especially in like LA, like people do that. Exactly. It's, it, was a, it was a very like LA date to me. We're jumping ahead though. That's the Jamie date, which we need to talk extensively about Jamie. I just <sighs> am very confused about this man. But let's back up. Let's start with the first group date, which is the school date. Yes. Where she brings the guys to like some conference room on site. And 
there's three kids there. I was really glad they did not say there were three kids from her school because those children were clearly actors. I have no question. Oh, yeah. They were like totally participating. There's no way it could have been anything but actors given COVID and the fact that it was summer. And I, I don't think you can just put like random kids on location like that if they're not part of like SAG or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the there was two, the two girls I feel like were talking way more yeah. than the bo- and like talking to the guys. That's not like a, a normal, what, what grade did she teach? Fifth grade, I think, or fourth grade, one of those. Yeah, like they're not just going to get in there and perform the way those kids did. No, they were like happy to be on camera. They seemed very comfortable. They're just, they're down for whatever. Also, like, they, they weren't going to fly the them out from Minnesota. Week. Right. <laughs> I'm glad they did it. It's like inappropriate. Like I'm actually, I feel good about the decision to use actors if they were, which I, I really think it was. Otherwise, I think it would just be a waste. Yeah, I think they had to be. So they started with math. They did a lot of uh, math challenges. The math was hard. There was when they did 2021 times 18. First of all, that was random. And second of all, that's like hard. I guess you could do it if you have like pen and paper in front of you. But that's like unreasonable. The average person can't just do that. They had pen and paper. I know. I know. And do you think you could have done it in like 10 minutes with pen and paper? In front 10 of you? minutes? Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> I think it seems hard. I was like trying to remember my elementary school math. And I guess you would do eight times 2021 and then, you know, you do long, whatever. I remember second grade was like the timed one times two, one times three, one times four. A a mad minute. I think that was called. Yeah. So by fifth grade, you should be able to do that. Okay. But what about now? Could you do that? Not in fifth grade. Like having not done math in a really long time. I'm like weirdly weird. Like I like numbers. So the spelling would have got me more than the math. Could you please try to do this and time yourself and see how long it takes you and report back? <laughs> uh, I will. <laughs> okay. I'm going to as well. I'm hoping it's under five minutes. I hope I hope it is for you too. What but is I, it? Tw- 2021 times 18? Yeah. Okay. We'll report back on social media. I was just like, I think that is a little uh, irrational to ask them to do that. But shout out to everyone who got it right. I feel like if they did like exponents or like something like that, I'd be like, okay. Like square root remembers how to yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I loved math in, in high school. I was a real nerd. I took extra math classes and everything, but still, I haven't done math in forever. I've got a phone for that. I loved math in high school as well. I was never good at English or writing or spelling or <laughs> grammar. To this day, I really don't understand a semicolon. They're never really necessary, except when you're making a list in paragraph form. Anyway. <laughs> What do you think was the hardest word to spell? Limousine? No, I think I would get that. Entrepreneur gets me. Restaurant gets me all the time. Restaurant? That's basically phonetic. Come on. It's, no, the A and the A-U fuck me up all the time. All right. Fair and like enough. I'll sit there and I'm like, restaurant or restaurant? <laughs> That's like I always have to phonetically say Wednesday to myself in my head. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I feel like that. I feel like most people do that. I, uh, Romeo, who I obviously want to like because his name is Romeo, was really making it too hard. When the question was like, what's the proper number of times to say you love me per day or whatever it was? And he was trying to come up with like a per minute rate. I was like, dude, just trying a little too hard. But no, I thought I, that was cool because everyone else was like, infinity. infinity. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think my mind would have gone to infinity. 
I think my answer would have been like three. I don't know. I feel like when she asked the question, I was like, everyone's going to say an unlimited amount of times. I didn't think infinity, mm. but like same thing. Sure. Um, so I appreciated the, let me try to come up with something unique. Yeah. I mean, he was taking the fact that he majored in math or whatever. He's a mathematician. You, you, you got to show out if you don't try hard and that's who you are. I mean, you should just go home on the spot. So I, I mean, I, you know, g- good job by him. Uh, Brandon was really the standout for the wrong reasons. He can't spell anything really bad speller. <laughs> so last week, Brandon gave me corny. This mm-hmm. week, I was like, oh, he's not very smart at the beginning of the episode. And like, as the episode got like, we got more and more into the episode. I was like, oh, I really like him. He seems sweet. He had the really bad line. He got the, oh. he got the group date rose and he had the line about like staring at her to remember her. No. His dreams. Oh my gosh. That was horrible. I was, cringing. it was horrible. It was horrible, but he didn't seem like, I'm so cool. I'm going to say this line. It seemed like he like was very much so like, I'm corny. I'm just trying to like think of something to say. I'm maybe a little bit nervous. Like, you know I, what I mean? Like he didn't come off like yes. too cool for school. Like I get so many girls with this. That's not what I got. Definitely not too cool for school. However, I do think he thought that line was going to work. Like, I, I think he I, was surprised that she was so like, no, to that I, line. I don't think you say it unless you think it's going to work. <laughs> you don't think guys go for irony with their pickup lines? Also, he, the like, bachelor? he kept, she, she like was saying no and he kept going. I know he he almost had a script that he memorized for himself and he like wouldn't go off script. He's like, this, that's it, what I'm saying. I think that he did. I think he did have something like like lines memorized because he gets nervous or whatever. Like, I don't think he's actually like a like a guy that's actually that smooth. Yeah, I would be like uh, warning. Like he didn't give me that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. He he is corny and, and not that cool. He seemed also very excited to be getting the rose. So I, he does seem really into her. These guys seem into her, but I get it. She's, she's a babe. Why wouldn't they be into her? Yeah. He he also, he, I think, came off as seeming pretty young. He's he is is 26. He? Yeah. I thought okay. I thought he seemed it. Is he the youngest guy, actually? Uh, I think he's among the youngest guys. I think Daniel, who's a firefighter who went home this week, is also 26. I mean, I'm speaking like he's dead. He's only dead to us. <laughs> Joe Mari was 26. <laughs> um, and then Peter, the pizzapreneur, who we now have to talk about, is also 26. So I think Peter seems like an actor. I also, he's a pizzapreneur, another actor. And I, at the same with Will, who he was fighting with. Those two guys were just like, too into their bickering and whatever like quote unquote fight they were having for that to be real. Like, and, and one of them, I think Will said to Peter, like, what do you have to offer other than a slice of pizza? And I was yeah. like, that's just not real. Come on. Yeah. I feel like, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how this works. So like, I don't know. Do they actually plant actors? I've never really believed the producer plant. There's always rumors about that. Like people used to accuse Natasha of being a producer plant because she knew one of Peter's producers beforehand. And so I don't think they pick actors intentionally. I just think that like a lot of people who are willing to go on TV also might want to be an actor, but have a day job. And these guys, they seemed like either like highly manipulated, manipulated or manipulable, whatever the word is. I can't seem to speak. Mal- sure. Malleable. That works too. Whatever it is. And I just think they were like willing to have fight, but it just seems so ridiculous. Like what were they even fighting over? Just the fact that Peter was annoying during the math and the other guy 
What he Will? call him? Oh, narcissist. Yeah, well, yeah. So I he, feel like I'd be annoyed if someone called me a narcissist in that setting. Yeah, of course. Um, but like, I don't know why Will did it. Like, would you yes. fight that way? Like, probably no, not. no, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. But also, like, you've known the guy for like ten hours to go that hard on like the first group date was like yeah. a little ridiculous. Exactly. So it's like, like why it just didn't make sense. I do think that Peter originally approached it okay. He was like, I really thought it was inappropriate. Like he didn't come at him crazy to start off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then it, escalated. it just escalated very quickly. Yeah. Who do you think came off seeming worse, Will or Peter? Prior to Will doing that, Peter. <laughs> and then Will doing that, I was just like, what, bro? Like you could have just sat there like everyone else. Like, I don't know if there are actors. I feel like they come across as, like, I'm trying to get as much screen time as possible. And, like, I know that this will get me screen time. Yeah, they're, like, hyperactive, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) It's in, like, a literal sense. It's just, like, they don't need to be doing so much. Do less, guys. They I feel like they just become, like, characters so that, like, they'll be asked on multiple shows. I do not want to see either of them in Bachelors in Paradise next year. (laughs) Me either, Neither, but I could see Peter there. Really? Peter more than Will? I mean, I feel Peter like Peter would Will, be a late arrival. I feel like Peter was actually getting screen time, even though it was for his craziness. Like, Will was getting zero before he did that. Yeah, it's true. So he, he needed it. Otherwise, who cares? We wouldn't know they who just he came, was. They came in so hot, both of them, to this date. She'd be like, I am here. Michelle's going to remember me. I think Will actually said that. Like, he was like, I got to make yeah. the most of my time. Yeah, he did. He's he like, said, when this will date's time. over, she's going to go back home thinking about me. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good goal, but she's, you know, doing it for the wrong reasons. It was, no, but like, yeah, you want her thinking about you, not the guy that wrote Narcissist on a board in front of fifth graders. Yeah. <laughs> At least he knew how to, sp- he knew how to spell. Uh, they all knew how to spell Narcissist. I thought it was kind of funny writing down Peter. By the way. I thought that was like a good move. Another word I probably wouldn't spell right. Narcissist? I think that one's actually sneaky hard, but it is also phonetic. Well, kind of, because there's a C. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like a basic of English, so. (laughs) But I'd be like, narcissist, 1S, 2S. I'm going to be honest. I always thought I could have been a spelling bee champ. Like, I I was like, I I wish my parents had put me in the spelling bee, like, you know, the the national one. I felt like I could have, I could have really succeeded. One time in college, I participated in a spelling bee. I think I've actually told this story on a podcast before because I'm still so scarred by it. But one time in college, I was like in like a silly spelling bee and I lost on the word poinsettia. And I was like, this isn't fair. I'm Jewish. Like, that's not something I have in my life. I don't know. I didn't know there's a silent I in poinsettia. poinsettia? I don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Poinsettia, like the street in LA. Anyway, every time I drove past it, I was upset. So my point is I'm being unfair because I just think I'm a good speller. But whatever. So you would have gotten all those words right, is what you're saying. I think the limousine weirdly would have been the hardest, but if I was writing out all of them, I would have been able to to get them all. Just in my in your head, it's harder. I feel like I'd get limousine right, but like maybe I think it's right and it's actually not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Should I test you right now? Can you spell it? No, I'm just let's, joking. Let's see. L-I-M-O-U-S-I-N-E. I think that's correct, Callie. Ding, ding, ding. Kaya, put in some ding, ding, dings. <laughs> Got to sixth grade. We're happy for you. That's really great. I mean, you've got that SEC education. You're good to go. Hey, it Vanderbilt means, means is more. in the SEC. There is some good schools in there. Yeah, I know. I wasn't I wasn't being obnoxious. <laughs> I was being, seriously, there are a lot of good schools. <laughs> anyway, 
Brandon got the group rose, or yeah, the group date rose. He was able to fight through also the fighting. Like you could hear them yelling at each other when he was talking to Michelle, which was weird. I think that was Brandon. I don't remember because Brandon. Oh, I don't know. But I remember that Brandon was just like, guys, you're making this date about you. Like he seemed really mature in that yeah. part. Yeah, he did. I agree. A lot of these guys came off pretty well. Like I thought that um, when Olu called her Aquaman, I thought that was pretty. Or Aquawoman, I thought that was pretty funny. I actually like him. <laughs> I do too. He seems sweet, and she made a good point, which is like he doesn't need to steal attention or like be the center of attention to to connect with her. So I think he seems like pretty normal. I would have to imagine on this show that's something you look for. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like probably like a like a relief. Yeah, I would just not. I think I'd be so unattracted to the guys that are like trying to be center of attention, which is probably why Joe is attractive. Yeah. Also, Michelle is just being classic girl and like falling for the one who's being the most like cagey and like he's not even playing hard to get because on the show. But like the fact that he once ghosted her, like I, I girl, I relate. Like, wait, also, just like feeling like her? she needs to win him over. Did you hear her when she was explaining to the guys? He ghosted me after two DMs. And also then she was like, it happened several years ago. Well, last episode she said one year, but let's come back to Joe. There's a lot to parse there. I'm not okay. ready yet. Well, okay. don't jump ahead, Callie. Um, anyway, um, Casey, a.k.a. Dax Shepard, I did not like him based on this date. He was like talking about energy and like what I just thought he was repeating some like mumbo jumbo. He seemed um, older. Is he older? I think he's on the older side, yes. Casey is 36. He just looks so much like Dak Shepard. It's distracting. He is older. He looks like someone else, too. I think we. I think I talked about this. Jason from... The Hills? Yeah. Jason Waller? Yeah. Yeah. He does kind of look like him. Kind I of like a mashup between though. the two of them. Yeah. Dax is a lot more endearing. Also, the picture of him in this thing looks just like Dax. I think it's pretty accurate, though. I don't remember Casey talking about energy. Well, he was like complaining about the bickering and he was like, I need good energy out there. I, I, oh, can't, connect. Yeah. I can't connect with her if unless there's positive energy. Good. Yeah. I didn't care for that. Yeah. Also, like the guys don't care what environment you need in order to connect with her. <laughs> no. She the also the point is to connect. Just figure it out, dude. Don't need to hear you talk about it. But also, like life, you can't control that. It's not always gonna be great energy to connect with somebody. Yeah. One thing I was wondering your opinion about, they have like that weird sand pit to like mimic the beach at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't be a sandbox person. Absolutely so, not. So dirty. So many germs. So, no, there's so many things. It's dirty. Like for what? It's the same. Like just go to the pool. Why do you need, what yeah. do you, what, what is the purpose of sand? Well, at the beach, it's natural, but I don't know. Have you? Did you ever go to that bar in West Hollywood that had like the sand outside? Did, or did you ever see it? Drive past it. It was a like stand? on Santa Monica Boulevard. No, it was like a. It was like a. Um, it was called like Beach Bar or something. It was right uh, in the middle no. of West Hollywood. It no. was gross. <laughs> no, that sounds disgusting. The it hotel was. sand is probably like groomed more. I guess I don't know if that's the right uh, word. Where did they even get it from, though? Like sand's not natural to Palm Desert, Palm Springs, wherever they are. I don't know, but just brought in sand. I just she couldn't what, even wear her shoes in it. Like she had even on off. the beach, though. Like there's no purpose for sand. I don't mind sand on the beach. It's part sand, of the natural it, habitat. Sand is an upgraded to dirt. It's just upgraded dirt. It's the Chanel of dirts. 
<laughs> but, but sand naturally cleanses from the water at the beach. You mean like in the water? And like when the tide comes in, it's like a natural cleansing process. Sand is derived from rocks. It's actually Just, cleaner than dirt. Yeah. Chanel of dirt. <laughs> anyway, I wouldn't want to sit in a sandbox at my hotel, though. I thought that was gross and weird. However, cornhole, on the other hand, I was like, that's a great little date activity. Yeah. I was like, that's smart. I feel like they really were putting Michelle in a situation to shine this week in general. I feel like they're thinking more about things. Yes. Yes. It seems like these dates are more thought out. Or I don't know if we've just been in quarantine so long that they've like just gotten better at the like the little mini dates. But they they like even the the apple tasting was like cute to me. I loved the apple tasting. It was me very too. funny. That was so cute. And that Rodney, he was adorable. Yeah, Rodney shined. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. And also, it was hard to shine on a date if you're not a basketball player, and it's the basketball date, and she is a basketball player. So and she's obsessed good, with the basketball player. There was like a lot of layers there. Seriously, anyway. just so happens she picks Mr. Basketball for the basketball <laughs> date. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's talk about that group date. Then we'll talk about Jamie at the end. Because I, I was like, really, I just, my main question is, as the, the runner-up for Mrs. Basketball and the winner of Mr. Basketball in the same year, is it possible they never met? Like, how is that possible? No, definitely possible. I was Miss, Miss Volleyball and like, you don't really meet anybody. Oh, but like, don't, are there like tournaments and stuff? And like, I don't understand. Yeah, but like, Guy tournaments and girl tournaments are usually completely separate. Right. I it mean, depends. I know it's not like... Also, Minnesota's huge. Like, are they from the same city? They're both from the Minneapolis area. She's from Medina, and he's from, um, like, a similar nearby town. So then that's another thing. Like, if it's a big city like Minneapolis, like, you're not really... They probably never... Their high school's probably never played. The only thing I could say is if she has brothers, which she mm-hmm. does, that are his age, which I guess if she's his age, I don't know if they can be. But even so, like if he was good, he would play up like the chances of her never going to a tournament. She's probably seen him play before. Right. But like unless she's like walking up and introducing herself, there's like a very good chance they never actually spoke to each other. 
I just thought it was, it just seemed unlikely. Which to, makes, I guess I'm wrong. makes sense that she slid in his DMs because she's probably seen him play. She's probably like heard about him, read articles about him, whatever. She's in basketball. I'm assuming her brother's probably played sports too. Yeah. Like, so she definitely knew of him and he was a thing. Right. Especially, he is very cute. yeah, very good looking guy. I'm sure yeah. he was like a thing. There's like, I'm, well, I don't know where I grew up. Like there was a guy that everybody knew of, and you know what I mean. Like, sure, those type yeah, of the guy. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. like if you know, even if they hadn't met, like I'm sure she knew of him. Of like, who are the best players like in your region or whatever? If she's among them. I mean, he went to the University of Minnesota and played. No, she 100 percent knew who he was. <laughs> growing up, her entire life, she may That's have never I- met him, but she knew who she who he was. Clearly followed him on Instagram. Yeah, and slid in his DMs. Maybe when he first arrived, she didn't recognize him right away because it was like so out of context and she never thought he would be there. Yeah. Also, if she slid in his DMs and then he stopped answering her, he wouldn't, she, she wouldn't think that even if he would just like show up. Yeah. So I'm sure there was a second of like, wait, what? I'm really confused about how Joe got cast on this show because I think he seems great. He seems, you know, like I thought it was very sweet how he's talking about his coach and like he seemed very nervous talking to her, but he just seems like super aside from the fact he's very good at basketball, super regular guy, like kind of like quiet, doesn't have a huge personality. And I'm just like, how do they cast him? Like he doesn't fit the usual like talkative reality person. No, but he's very good looking from the same city and was Mr. Basketball. And I'm sure they knew about the DM thing. Like I would cast him. I mean, I always like when athletes go on the show, so I'm, I'm delighted to have him. But I was just surprised he's not giving us much. Also, he two didn't... episodes in, um, the producers are like, awesome. So happy we cast him. He's creating all of this drama. She is clearly infatuated with him. Yeah. I, I feel like it might be also like a childhood crush thing. Like, I've always wanted him. And now mm-hmm. I have this opportunity. Do I think he's who she chooses if it ended today absolutely I don't know if in the long run she'll choose him but like she's very happy he's there I want to put money on him uh, self-exiting I just see him like not being comfortable with this and and leaving the show he doesn't seem that comfortable with it right now no not at all he seemed really nervous talking to her I thought it was sweet I also thought he looked so hot in his white shirt buttoned all the way up in the shorts (laughs) I I mean he's he's good looking He's, he's really like, cute. He's also, really like, cute. the thing with the coach seems super genuine with him on the phone with his mom. Yeah, he's um, crying. It doesn't seem like he's, like, acting at all, which makes me feel like, which, you know, I guess is kind of weird that he seems a little uncomfortable in front of the cameras. Because if you're Mr. Basketball, you've been in front of a ton of cameras before. Yeah. And he's on a like, big stage. I got to look for his mixtape on YouTube, actually. Thank you for the reminder. Wait, he has a mixtape? I assume. Oh, and Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Like I didn't his, know. Like, I thought you were talking highlights. about. I thought you were saying he was a rapper. You no, mean like his, his, his and yeah, one mixtape? Like highlight tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look for that after. I'll report back. <laughs> um, I want to look up if he played. Did he play? He did. He played at University of Minnesota. But no, did he play? Get oh, in the game. like how many? How many minutes? Like, did yeah. he play? Yeah. We'll look at. We'll look it up right now as we talk. Okay. <laughs> um, he, but I, I thought it was just pretty embarrassing that he didn't win. Like, I just feel like he has to be the best person on the court and to not win is like pretty embarrassing. I mean, he got MVP. Clearly he was the best person on the court by a long shot. Cause they all seem to know that he was like the best person on the court, like in the interviews. But I also, I also like, how like, they're he, like, they're like, can you be the MVP? If you didn't, if you no, didn't uh, no. win, <laughs> they're correct. 
I thought that was odd. I was like, she just wants more time with him. Um, <laughs> I think though that he also didn't seem like, oh, I'm going to go show them and dominate this. Like that doesn't seem like his personality. He seems to be like, I'm not like an arrogant guy. Like I'm okay if we lose the, this bachelor random basketball game. He just didn't seem that comfortable. Like he just does not seem to be particularly happy. Whatever is going on with him. Also, like his coach did just die and he was forced to go play basketball. So maybe it was just like, a, this is the like the last thing I want to do right now. I think that he transferred from Minnesota because I've like, I've seemed to have landed on a message board here saying I was just reminiscing of the 2012, 13 seasons of ups and downs. And I realized that I never checked in on Joe Coleman's career. So I think he transferred after um, a couple of years. To where? Um, St. Mary's. Oh, St. Mary's is a good school too. Well, like, there you go. But did he play? We need stats. No, not that. I, I went to that page too, but it's like broken. We'll report back. <laughs> he played a little bit, but not a ton. Seems like a lot of people are looking this up. I know. The, the site was overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a hot uh, hot commodity right now. He is. So everyone wants to know. I just want to say that if, should they do another like basketball day like this and they're looking for some kind of um, announcer, I think we can do better than that guy that they had. Like, just feel like they could ask us, let us know. His name was Blake <laughs> Arthur. And I, I, I'd be willing to give some recommendations of other people who could call a game. Yeah. Also, <laughs> did you see the end when they did like the, he sleeps with the door open in a nightlight or whatever. Like, yes, the, I, I did. Very random. Blake, his name is Blake Arthur, and he's like from Orange County. I'm just lo- a local talent. I mean, this is probably like the biggest look he's ever gotten, Blake Arthur. So I'm happy for him, I guess. Well, I don't know. But we yes, can, we can do better next time. People, please ask us. We've got some ideas for you, right? Tons, tons. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to more of the, the basketball. So the other guy who I was like, does he play is Malik, who had that like. Oh, yeah, his layup. Like, yeah. And get a little like, finger roll going. Yes. I think he, I was like, did he switch hands? But now that would have been really too impressive. He did play too, as, as I looked it up. Like some league I've never heard of. Nate was shockingly bad. Nate was bad, yeah. He didn't even Nate. know how, like, the, the technique of a layup. It was, he, like, went right-handed on the left side. Freaked me reason, out. I think Nate played tennis, or maybe I'm just re- remembering incorrectly. I think he did play a sport, but a different one. yeah. He seemed athletic when he was playing defense versus Joe. I, it seemed well, like when it came to skill, he was like not there. I think we think he should be good because he's six foot eight. Tall. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but he's probably been getting that his whole life. Must be tough for him to like not be good at, at basketball. And everyone assumes he would be. But, yeah. Unless he played another sport. If he played another sport, he can be like, oh, no, I played this. Right. It's good to be tall in tennis. Also, so. she picked Martin fairly early. In the mm-hmm. like at the actual rose ceremony, and we saw him in like you know little spurts on that basketball date, but like he must have like he must be talking to her off camera. He seems like he's got a good personality. I kind of liked the way he talked to the camera. We didn't see him on the date at all, but then he like did some interviews and they used a lot of it. And I was like, okay, I need to look up look into this guy. Actually, when he said his name, I had no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, oh right, that guy with the blonde hair. I've been meaning to look him up. Who looks so, like he could be a member of NSYNC. Absolutely. He's like Lance Bass's like impersonator or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, he got a lot of interview time and then she picked him early on in the rose ceremony. So I'm like, he has to be talking to her. Yeah, he he must be. 
she seemed excited about him. He also seems kind of easy to be around. I always think those guys go far because they're just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Take him. Why not? Yeah. He might just have a really good personality. Yeah. We're just not seeing a ton of it. Yeah. He he must. Um, It also just seemed like she on that date, like seemed really comfortable. By the way, shout out to um, The Bachelor for having a Chicago Sky player. I mean, great timing since the Chicago Sky just won the WNBA championship. Diamond to Shields. Yeah. And, and Derricka Bambry. Is that your last yeah, name? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I thought that was a very timely. Good job by them. Seemed uh, like just, yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked Made it. Made sense. It, this was another date where I was like, yes, this is real Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff. This makes sense to me. So I was into it. I think I'm just impressed that that this is better than the last two seasons. Like every So lo- much better. The tiny details that are better, like make a big difference overall. Absolutely. It feels more professional in a weird way. It just doesn't feel like an amateur hour TV show. I don't even know why that is, but it's making a big difference. Agreed. It feels more polished. It's just, it's going well. Shout out to Michelle. Um, I also felt like she seemed like a real nurturer this episode when she was saying to, to Joe, like, you think you always need to have your game face on, but you don't need to with me. That was very sweet. And I don't know. She just seems like a really caring person. She does. I think that's probably like part of her being a teacher. Teacher. Yeah. Um, I think it was weird with Joe how often she made basketball references. I wonder if that's like a thing she falls back on where she, when she's like nervous or feels uncomfortable, it's like basketball is like a crutch because it's like so natural for her and they share it. Also, he's not that chatty. So maybe she thought that would like draw him out or something. Yeah. I mean, even in her interview, she was like, I could see him being my teammate. Yeah. And I was just like, let's move on from basketball. There's more. I'm, I bet I'm so no more basketball references. <laughs> I'm done with it. That's kind of why like Rodney, the Apple guy, is so fun because he brings out a totally different playful side. Yeah. And the taste test was hilarious. She seemed like she was having fun. I really enjoyed that. Total she, friend zone vibes, but it was great. Oh, you think? I feel yes. like it was cute. Like, I thought the kiss was cute. I think he is, I will. I will say this. One of the most like attractive qualities for a guy to have for me is humor. Mm. And I thought that he was like naturally funny. He seemed like he likes to have fun. And yeah, his attitude was like so light and charming. And when he had the pizza and thought of lasagna. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, no, wait, I got a piece. I've got a piece of crust there. I don't know what I'm eating. (laughs) I, I think I would know if it was pizza right away. Me, I mean, I definitely wouldn't have guessed lasagna. <laughs> I was like, the noodles are that tough when you eat lasagna? Oh, God. I know. And also, was there ricotta cheese? Like, ricotta is like a foundation of lasagna. So I was confused. I think there had to have been some sort of different cheese on the pizza because his reaction was like, wait, what? Is that cheese? Like, I don't know. I love that moment, though. That was one of my favorite Me parts too. of the episode. It was a great part of the episode. I thought all of those chats that she had seemed really sweet. When she's talking to Spencer and he mentioned his son, I thought that was really great. Like, I don't know. It was just, it seemed like a fun time. This was the first episode in a really long time where I wasn't like, God, let's just make this end. Or I felt really uncomfortable. Like the beginning of Paradise was great, but I felt very uncomfortable a lot of the time because it was so awkward or whatever. This was just like a good watch, actually. Good watch. Also like the uncomfortable moment or the cringe moment to me, like, was still watchable. Like, well, we haven't even started on Jamie yet. So let's just get into it. Let's do it. it. Okay. Let's do it. Watching Jamie, Jamie, uh, like, watching Jamie 
have people talk about him and him agree with them and like even add his <laughs> two cents on top of it about himself was wild. So I agree. So Jamie gets the one-on-one and like in the sort of interstitials during the first group date when he gets the date card, he comes off really strong and he's like, I go to a third world country on a, on a 24 hours notice. I need to know if she can keep up with that. And I was just like, okay, dude, I think she can probably understand the concept of traveling last minute. And so I was, I was not into him. And then they do the rock climbing date. Seems fun. She seems like she's enjoying himself. And then he shares his really heart wrenching story about his mom's um, battle with depression and ultimately how she committed suicide. And I think seeing Michelle, cry like I think that's like the most human and humane reaction any lead has had to a story like that and very frequently on the show like when people share stories like that it feels like a manipulative ploy to like get sympathy or like you know they're being exploited by the show but I thought this just seemed really genuine and I was like okay I could like Jamie I I think maybe some of his bravado is just like defensive but then we saw Jamie at the end of the episode and I was like who is this guy like what the f he just he just blatantly lied. It was so weird. I couldn't believe it. It was like the so devious and and very evil. And I don't know. That was just so strange. But he also lied in like multiple ways. I don't yeah. know. I, I It was very confusing and brazen. Also, did it not feel like... Wait, I, I think it made me think you were just holding... The, like you're waiting for the time to drop this. The fact that he was like, also... My friend saw her in Minnesota and she said that she was with a light-skinned baller. I'm like, so you knew that coming on to the show? Yeah. Why didn't you bring it up last week? Yeah. Very weird. Then you went on this whole date with her. Didn't bring it up with her on the date either. And then you're trying to tell me that you all of a sudden were like, oh, maybe it is true. When people, one or two people mentioned that Joe got MVP. Right. Is it possible that information was like supplied to him or something? I don't know. Uh, the whole thing was weird. Then he tried. I felt like he was trying to get people to agree with him so that he could go back and name names to Michelle. But no one agreed with him. Right. So then he just had to say, fine, like the whole house is talking right. about it. And the only person who was talking about it was him. And he, But he that was actually the part that I found to be the most like really just shocking was that he said other people were talking about it when it was his information that he brought into the house. And so now I'm back out on this guy and I, I don't understand what he's trying to do. And I don't know, like, even if he's not like a, you know, a a manipulative evil villain of the show, who could want to date someone like this? Who's just like withholding information and lying. (laughs) And then to act like he has no idea where the information came from when the other guys are talking to him. That's crazy. Yeah. He lied multiple times. He lied to Michelle and then he like got over it in like two seconds. So I'm like, you just did this to like stir the house up. Cause like, you do, it doesn't seem like he even cares. She didn't no. say anything. She literally just said, I need a minute. And he was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all good now. I'm good. I could tell by her reaction that like, it was nothing. So yeah. like, that was weird. Then he lied to the guys about not knowing about anything she's talking about. Continually. They showed him in multiple conversations with multiple guys. Like the one guy was like, any guy that does that is a, is a whatever. I don't even know. Like said horrible things. And he was like, you feel me? And he was like, oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I liked when Nate was like, Nate gave his little speech. But I just want to say whoever did this, like <laughs> it was just <laughs> get, getting his shots off. Nate likes to, you know, 
be heard as well. I, I actually I like, like I think I do. Well, first of all, he's clearly confident because he got the first impression yeah. rose. Because yeah. them even talking about Joe, he was just like, why are we talking about another guy? Like, just, you know, worry know, about your I own connection. That. Which I liked, but I'm also like, easy for you to say first impression rose. Yeah. Like, you feel good about yourself. I can get why a guy that hasn't had good one-on-one time, hasn't gotten a rose, is intimidated by Joe. Also, Joe seems like weirdly nice. And he does. Like he seems gentle. Unconfrontational. So I feel like he's also like a hard guy for the guys to dislike. Absolutely. Yeah. And he just seems like he gets along with people. It doesn't seem like he's really doing much to which yeah. people dislike him. Which is why I also think in the basketball date, he's like, I'm not about to just like hog the ball and not pass my and try to score every bucket. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah. Also, he's like, I don't need to prove that I'm good at basketball in this <laughs> bachelorette pickup game. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that has to be appreciated by the guys. Like, he easily could have just, you know, tried to score every single time and, like, not, you know, and win the game. And he was just not doing that. I forgot to mention this. I really appreciate that their jerseys had their names on front and back. Thank (laughs) you so much. They should wear those the entire first three episodes, basically. Yeah, I mean, episode two, I'm sure Michelle was like, I don't know their names. I need Also, the announcer guy, Blake Arthur, probably would not know who anyone is. So they probably need to give the names for him. Otherwise, it was smart. I really appreciate it. It was great Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I was just disappointed by the Jamie stuff also because then it did kind of undercut the story he tells about his mom. It's like, you know, we're feeling good about Jamie and feel like we can, at least I was like, okay, this is someone who I can get behind. He clearly has, he's like a complicated person and he's got a lot going on, but the lying is just inexplicable. And it was just so so brazen. And I felt really bad for her because she, she was upset. And also, you know, I, I liked that she, though she ended the cocktail party, I liked that she explained to them like why it offended her so much. And it wasn't just like, you've questioned my integrity, but like she also gave like a very specific reason of like what people assume about her and like the, you know, the difficulties she faces. And so it was, it was like specific and also didn't feel like a TV ploy because she gave like, you know, this context and everything, which I just appreciated. Yeah. I also was wondering like, is that real? That people assume that she's dating everyone who's also a like light skinned black person. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean, it seems like it's something she's run into before. I mean, she definitely. I don't think she's making it up from her experience. I'm just wondering if it's real. You know what I mean? Like for other people, like in the world, or for her? For her, like she might feel that way. I'm wondering if that's actually what's happening. Right. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe she's just encountered that before. The only thing I can think of is if she was also a thing in high school, like people knew who she was because of being good at basketball. Right. Maybe. It is is true. Like people assume that men and women, like when they're just hanging out, like have to be dating even they're just friends. I mean, yeah, trust me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of male friends too. Has happened to me a billion times. I heard I'm dating somewhere. I'm like, what? Never like even news met the to guy. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see if people knew who she was prior to The Bachelorette and it was a thing like growing up, I could see that. But also yeah. I was like, who is this light skin baller? Was it your brother? <laughs> Why are you I with a light skin baller? Also, does she only hang out with fellow basketball players? Like, is I, that who's in her life? I also like how when she said it to the group, she said a light-skinned basketball player. And I was like, yeah. I really wanted her to say baller because that was funny <laughs> to me when Jamie was like, a light-skinned baller. 
<laughs> Made me think of Baller Alert, which is a ridiculous website. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just a weird way to even like describe someone. Well, that's why it made it sound like perhaps that inf- well, the information was supplied to him. He said it was like from a friend of a friend. But I was just like, did the producer tell him this? Like, this just doesn't seem like the way that he even speaks based on how we talked to her on their one-on-one and everything. Yeah. You know, I did like on the one-on-one, like I was texting you during it and was mm-hmm. just like, oh, wow, this story is insane. It's powerful. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. sad. And even like how he's come through it and how she's like, I'm so sorry this happened. And he's like, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, everything that's happened has made me who I am. Like all of that was great. And then he turns into this like villain character. Yeah. I know. And like it wasn't editing also, you know, if, it, I think edit, editing fucks people sometimes. Right. But then in his interview, he's like, I'm not trying to be this nice guy. I'm like not yeah. not trying to be the villain. And I was like, oh, OK, you're just uh, you're slightly crazy. Yeah. Does he not know how he comes off? Like, I don't, I don't know what he's it really going for. But I think he seems like he a smart guy. And he's also, like, actually pretty accomplished. I mean, I don't know what this means, but his bio says biotech CEO. <laughs> Even if he works, like, in biotech somehow. I mean, that's pretty accomplished for everything he's had to overcome. But I don't know. I was just really bummed out by this. I was excited to get behind him. And now, now we can't. Now it's just like, who is this yeah, weird guy? Also, like, in his picture... Yes. It looks like he'd be a peacemaker. It seems like he wants to stand out in some way. I I think that's sort of like what he goes for. His business is called Sanctuary, S-A-N-C-T-U. It's like sanctuary, but sanctuary. And it's a next generation air purification system, apparently. So I don't know what that means. CEO is like a reach. Yeah. It seems like he maybe is like a small business founder, but I hope it takes off. That'd be great. seems like he's been working on this for a while. I don't know. He also also says that he lives in in, uh, the Seattle area. So who knows what's true? I know what's true is that he's a liar. (laughs) Well, he definitely lied tonight. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It just was very confusing. He was okay with lying. He said in his interview that he was like, I'm not, I'm going to lie. He was like devious. He was. It wasn't even like being deceptive know, intentionally. You know how when people lie and they don't know that they're lying, kind of like they don't. Mm-hmm. They're not going to recognize that they lied. That it wasn't even that he was like delusional in what was happening. He was very much so like, yeah, I lied. I'm going to lie. I'm not going to say it was me. Yeah, he. He just is I'm not sure what his plot is here. It's not going to end well. No. No, yeah, like, so. do you think that the guys are going to drop it and no one's going to be like, hey, who said this? Like, that's just not how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering who will confront him and, like, when she'll confront him because that's clearly where this is headed. Although, I don't know if the guys will find out if no one knows that he's the one who told her. Well, the episode... She will the have to tell people. Previews for next episode seemed aggressive. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. This is a great feeling. Yeah. So There's far... So much- so much content right now. So far, Michelle's season is getting an A-plus grading from me. Wow. Huge. Who's your pick to win right now other than Joe? I Joe, say, I think I mean, Joe's in a self-exit. I'm positive of it. I, I have no spoilers. I haven't read a single spoiler. I've avoided them like the plague. And I'm positive he's in a self-exit. And I don't know who's going to win. I would say my top three right now mm-hmm. are Joe, Rick, and Nate. Wow. Oh my God. We didn't talk about Rick. I really like Rick. Me too. Rick is the man on the plate. I really like him. I don't even remember what he did tonight to make me like him so much, but I just really did. I he like did wrote the, my notes. He did the fill in the blank game. Oh, right. That was fun. So that cute. cute. 
yeah, didn't seem forced. I always love when they're like, I have this idea. Oh, there's a clipboard behind me. I'm sure of it. I'm like, oh, there just happens to be a clipboard and a couch outside. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I really like Rick. He seems so genuine. Also, like, wow, what a fucking 180 from the moment you opened your little face on the plate. I was like, I know. Absolutely not. And now I'm like, oh, wow, actually, seems like a great guy. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He seems like like fun too. I really liked him as well. He also looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers looks like very sickly to me right now. So I'm like, Rick is like better, better case scenario. I hope Aaron Rodgers can get back to a, a, a less sickly looking I'm face. I'm sure Rick is younger as well. And um, also been hit, hit many fewer times. So. Yes. But I also think that their conversation seems so natural. Yeah. She kind of has chemistry with a lot of people. Like even when she was like, there's so much chemistry with Brandon. I actually could see that it seemed like a good kiss. But I, I feel like she's open to a lot of different people and kind of like open to many different possibilities because it it does seem like she's got a lot of chemistry going on. Yeah, it seems like she's open in general. Like she hasn't, I was going to say she hasn't like closed down to one person. I will say it does really seem to me that she is 80% in on Joe. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's the focal point so far. Um Forcibly the focal point by her because it doesn't seem like he wants to be the focal point. I know. He's not like going for it. No. (laughs) Um, Every time I saw Leroy, I thought of his long lost family, the Holiday Brothers. So I just wanted you to know that. He needs more airtime. He does. Um, Every time I saw LT, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't, I can't tell you anything about him. I had to go to his bio to see he's a yoga guru. But I was just like, who was this guy on the show last week? I have no idea what this is. (laughs) Don't Don't remember LT, but he made it through. So we'll see yeah, more of him. More, more to come. Um, she also saved some people that I was like, have you spoke? Well, Clayton, the next Bachelor. Oh, yeah. He's gotten zero airtime. Zero airtime. And I, he, it seemed like he almost went home last night. And I was like, wait. And, and, and then I knew he wouldn't because he's going to be a Bachelor. But I'm very confused about what's happening with Clayton. Yeah, I really thought they were going to push him hard. Me too. He must come on strong later. I bet he has like an emotional story that he shared at some point. I mean, right now they're giving him next to nothing, which also like, are they purposely editing him, editing him out so that they're not like he had a, this crazy strong connection with Michelle. And now he's going to be the bachelor. But I'm like, that doesn't work in your favor, guys. We've got to get to know him a little bit. Totally. I, I do think they're probably just protecting him. So only good stuff will come at some point. And then like everything else will just be negligible. Yeah. So otherwise it doesn't make any sense. The guys that went home this week were PJ, which I was disappointed by because I liked his shirt. On the um, cocktail group party date. of the first group date, he was wearing yeah. a striped pink polo shirt. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I think it's crazy that they eliminated the winner of musical chairs. <laughs> he should like he should have gotten an immunity idol like on Survivor yes. the challenge. Yes, he won the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's unfair. And if you- also against an aggressive Peter, he deserves something. It's true. That's a really good point. <laughs> I'm um, part- sure that like Chris G or whatever his name is, Brandon K, like mm-hmm. he could have gone home instead of it. Sure. I, Brandon K, literally, I'm not even sure if he's still on the show. He might be gone for all I know. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know either. So whoever it was that stayed that she, when she said his name, I was like, who? And then they showed him and I was like, I've never seen him before. <laughs> I think both Chris's are still sticking around. For some reason, I like Chris S, the commodities broker. I don't know why he seems like kind of a jerk, but I for some reason, I kind of like him. Got a great job. I can't help it. Yeah. I just can't help it. 
Pardeep also went home, who I'm kind of just I'm disappointed. I want to know more about him, but I'm gonna try to get him on this podcast, so we'll see. Just because I'm curious. And then who else went? Alec. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you anything about him. Didn't get to speak at all. Alec, and who- Pardeep, PJ, and Daniel, the firefighter. Oh, right, and Daniel. So Both firefighters. Only- They're gone. <laughs> Guess she doesn't care for emergency workers. Jeez, Michelle. Yeah, not not the right time for that. Apparently, Brian, the NFL player who has really spoken very little, Clay Harbor tweeted that Brian has a Super Bowl ring. So I just wanted to mention oh, that. Oh, so cool. that's cool. Yeah. So it might make him like, you know, top five most accomplished person to ever be on this show. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. So. I mean, yeah, actually, it's a huge deal. Also, <laughs> complete side note but the NFL season this year has been very interesting <laughs> that is a complete side note we have a podcast for that it's called the ringer NFL show let me know if you want to go on it there we go yeah I've um, been interested I watched so much sports over the weekend it was great did you um have you caught any of the f1 fumes that are all over the country um I have because two of my friends are really into it yes did they watch <laughs> the show on Netflix is that why I Mm, yes, one of them for sure watched it. His name is Darnell. I'll make sure he listens to this podcast. Darnell watched the Netflix show, but he was into it beforehand and then just said that Netflix documentary just gave him like so much context on like behind awesome. the scenes stuff. He actually was at the race in Texas this weekend, Austin, oh right? Oh my God. Yeah. Did he yeah. have fun? Yeah. Yeah. 400,000 um, people went. Isn't that crazy? Texas. Only in Texas. Also, I really struggle in big crowds now. I haven't really been in one. I think that I mean, I Have guess I've been game? in airports. No, I would like to. But like I was at a game and like my brother next to me got like fries or something and like pulled his mask down to eat fries. And I feel like I was staring at him like, wow, <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> like I had a water and I would literally like pull my mask down and like pull it right oh back up before I breathed. I have a booster, so I feel pretty comfortable. I got the booster a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, it's probably but, time. I should probably go get mine. Yeah, if you qualify. Um, I would like to go to a game. I feel okay with it. I went to two musicals. So Well, you live in New York. Rest. Just go to a Brooklyn game. Yeah, no, I know. I would like to. I just, it, I also live really close to the Barclays. But um, do you have to be vaccinated Boston? to go to the Knicks games? Um, I think so, yeah. I'm like, you aren't they both pro- in New York? Yeah, you have to show proof of vaccination or a recent negative test. Oh, okay. There we go. So one or the other. But last year they had like at Barclays, they had like an entrance for vaccinated and non-vaccinated. It was interesting. But new new rules now. Obviously, everyone's aware of what's happening here <laughs> in, in the borough of Brooklyn. I will say this since most of our listeners are enormous content viewers, the amount of content that's on television right now is overwhelming. It's really true. Quick detour, though. It's, well, yeah, I mean, scripted-wise, there's Succession, Curb, Insecure. What else did you say? Hightown. Oh, yeah. Yellowstone? Is that on? Uh, not yet, but it's coming. Um, what's the Wednesday show? Dope Sick. So good. All right. And then, obviously, Real Housewives Beverly Hills is still in the middle of the reunion. Salt Lake, Potomac. Can we just talk about Beverly Hills for one second? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Bravo and Andy Cohen really hyped up this reunion. I don't think it's been that good. I think it could have been great. I think they're trying to split up the Erica stuff because there's just so much of it. So then they go into these like random topics that they would never cover on a reunion. 
but they feel like it can't just be all about Erica. And I'm like, well, no, we only want to talk about Erica. Right. We could talk about Garcelle. I thought the Garcelle stuff was fine. Like Garcelle stuff was fine, but like it doesn't, we don't need like a whole segment on Kyle and, and I love Kathy, but like we didn't need to see a whole segment of Kyle and Kathy from season one. Like that didn't happen this season. I did like seeing Kathy cry about their mom being dead, though, because I feel like I will also be Kathy's age and crying about my 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 mom's not alive then. So I like appreciated that like it's hard at all ages. Yeah, <laughs> but also it made her seem like more like she seems so genuine and so real, but it kind of seems like nothing can phase her. So like yeah. it kind of made her more human, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But um, not needed on the reunion. Could have done that on is, episode four, right? Erica is just like not going to be telling the truth and is not going to be, it's not going to make sense. It's not going to work out. I do think Andy Cohen's like doing the best he can. And like, I give him kudos for like grilling her, but like, what can we really uncover here? Like, unless the other women want to go at her, it's actually like not going to be really worthwhile. So I don't know. It seems like the women question it a little bit next the one this week. Cause I know that Crystal was like, it doesn't seem like you're that empathetic and like Sutton said something and they were going back and forth. But it hasn't been like extremely eventful. It's not like fireworks. No, Mm-mm. it's been fine. I just they, they hyped it up so much. If they hadn't hyped it up this much, it might have been better. I mean, but. the trailer was amazing. Yeah, and also I still know. don't even watch Winter House. Gosh, I'm so far behind. Uh, I watch Winter House. It's funny. There's like three complete randos on it. I guess they won't be by the end of the season. But if I were like you know, the people from Summer House or Southern Charm, and they like fight over rooms, I would be like, you guys don't get good rooms. You're just randos who like happen to be here. <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, I like the crew, the crew that they have. So I'm definitely going to watch. I just haven't yet. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, also like knowing that Paige and Craig are now dating is kind of fun to like see how it comes together. I also love seeing like the random things on Instagram of them like kiss and stuff. <sighs> they seem cute. They do. I have such a soft spot for Craig. I don't know why. And I like Paige. I don't know. Not a big Summer House watcher, but she seems good. Yeah. Um, love, love Summer House. Love Paige. I just like love Craig. I just hope this is good for him. I don't know. <laughs> also, Why do that, I love Craig? Now that Naomi's single, I'm like, oh, gosh, Stay I really away. thought they had a chance. But yeah, no. No, I don't think that's good for either of them. But I do think they're friends again. It seems um, like it. On the topic of Beverly Hills, they're filming. Apparently, Garcelle and Sutton are in Miami filming right now. Oh, good. So, so Garcelle came back. She came back. Yeah. Great. I like Sutton. I didn't at first. Now I'm all in. Um, I think that this season, I didn't like Sutton either. And I feel like this season, she was the only one that really kept it real. So yeah. Yeah. So now I'm in. Yeah. So much TV. It's great stuff. That's it for Bachelor today. On Thursday, I have Charlene Joint and her husband, Andy. Charlene from Juan Pablo season, who also has her own pod. So I'm excited about that. And his last, I think his last name is Levine. Charlene Joy and Andy Levine. So we'll be talking to them. We'll be back next Tuesday. And thanks so much for listening. And thank you to Kai McMullen for producing this episode.